So you sound uh, you sound kind of low energy. Are you low energy? Well, John, couple things. Couple things. Number one, uh, a few days ago, my wife left me and moved to another state. You know, just abandoned yeah. me to raise our son on my own. Um, Typical. Yeah. Typical of your life. Number two, rather than a LaCroix to drink tonight, I have this um, Sprouts Neighborhood Farmer's Market house brand, sparkling water, lime flavored, and it just just doesn't Ugh. feel quite the same. So it's like garbage, basically. Seems likely. I mean, on the upside, <laughs> I told my son I was podcasting. He was like, hey, do you have any LaCroix? And I truthfully said, no, I do not. Hmm. I bet he assumes you're lying because of all the times you've lied to him about that. Oh, that and many other things. <laughs> you know what? This is, to my mind... You're low energy. No, I get it. This is get basically it. indistinguishable, indistinguishable from LaCroix. Any LaCroix and your wife left you. She left me, John. She left Those me. Those are the two things that are sad. She packed up her bags, John. She packed up her bags. Did she pack her bags pre-flight? No, she packed her bags during the flight, John. We just we just took. I never all her, understood that. We took all her stuff why, to the like, airport. Why is the why is why does the song go like that? What? Whatever is that? I don't Elton know what John? song we're talking about. I don't know. I only know it because of William Shatner. Is it Elton John? She packed my bags pre-flight. That's yeah. That doesn't make bags. any sense. I I assumed it doesn't you were, make any sense. I assumed you were thinking of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I assume you're familiar with. No, I think it's Rocket Man. No, I think you're thinking of Crocodile Rock. Do you, okay, do you, okay, question. Do you not own, like, William Shatner's complete audio discography? No, no, I do not. Is that not a thing that everybody owns? John, obviously I used to own that, but when my wife abandoned me earlier this week, she took took our shared copy of the William Shatner's (laughs) complete works. Even has been? Yeah, 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 John, the... The Smithsonian edition of William Shatner's complete works. Mm, Smithsonian yeah, like one, American one, Masters. Uh, 180 gram vinyl yeah. version. Yeah. Had me drive her um, to the airport and then said, you know, as she was heartlessly leaving, I love you and I'll see you in a week. God. <laughs> typical. Typical, typical woman. Typical. They, they rip your heart out, John. And then... They show it to no wait first they okay yeah first no, they show no, it to you while it's beating and then they chew it up I mean you can't chew it up while it's beating that would be weird uh yeah anywho yeah anyway you're listening to being Jim Davis true Om Nom Shaba <laughs> my name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis my name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. I'm a very low-energy Jim Davis, John. Very low-energy Jim Davis. I pose the following statement slash question to you. I've I've prepared to hear it. It's Monday, December 1st, 1980, and today we're reading the 897th Ever Garfield. That was the statement part. What occurs, question, in this Garfield? John, in today's Garfield, Garfield... Very much like modern man gazing upon the meaninglessness of existence, Garfield is bored. Panel one, Garfield thinks, boy, am I bored. But wait, there's more. Garfield is in his bed. 
<laughs> he thinks, boy, am I bored. Uh-huh. With no, I mean, I, obviously there's no terminal punctuation. It's panel one. Wait, oh, wait. Are you suggesting that panels two or th- and three, you generally have terminal punctuation? I'm suggesting that generally mm-hmm. terminal punctuation is located in panels two and three when it exists. That is, I, I don't, I disagree. That is somewhat accurate. <laughs> the somewhat is the highest level of accuracy you will encounter on being Jim yeah, Davis. On <laughs> our, our, the highest honor the U.S. Congress can bestow, gets, John, somewhat gets accurate. The BJD seal of somewhat accurate. Somewhat accurate. The gold standard at CNN. Panel two. John Arbuckle should appear, and he does. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, met, I in my head, I, I, I like halfway through that, I was like, I should say who should appear, but John Arbuckle. Ex- <laughs> but I was I going to commend you way. on your excellent use of the subjunctive mood. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, okay, John, I don't, would I don't believe that, that John you can Arbuckle in, were to appear in from an ought in Garfield. So I wouldn't say that he should anything. If anything. He shouldn't. I disagree, John. I think John Arbuckle. I I think there's a clear moral law to the universe. John Arbuckle should worship our Lord Jesus Christ if he wishes to enter the kingdom of heaven. Anyway, John Arbuckle, eyes closed, big grin on his face, obsequious as fuck, (laughs) pops up from behind the counter. Yeah, I haven't used that word in a few, a few months. as a humble man just, on his knees a, before our Lord Jesus Christ. As all get out, says, good morning, Garfield. Panel two name drop. And terminal punctuation mark. It's another day, just like any other day. Second terminal punctuation mark. I like mark. that you're not, you're not specifying which terminal punctuation mark it is. <laughs> Chris, we... We don't have but endless time. Is it here, a period? Okay? We, we have to is it a question mark? Some is it per chance somewhere. an exclamation you, your mark? Webcam is frozen. No, I disagree. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Moving on. As I was saying, uh, John continues uh, mm-hmm. de- just de- just like any other day. Terminal punctuation mark. Uh-huh. Isn't it great? Terminal punctuation mark. Period. Period. Question mark. Period. Just end of specify. sentence. Last page of the book. <laughs> Garfield at this point has raised his head somewhat um, off his his pause, where we're sort of resting on before. And I would say, John, that the mm-hmm. forepaw of his left, the forefinger, the cat finger, mm-hmm. forefinger of his left paw, the cat finger is something all cats. It have. appears pensive. Look at his index, left index yeah, I, cap finger. It's pensive. I would, con- I would concede that fact. Pensive as all get out. In the third panel, yes. John Arbuckle has disappeared. Mm-hmm. He's sublimated into the ether. We don't know where he went. Back to the dimension from whence he came. Back to dimension X. Right. Hanging out with Krang. Mm-hmm. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson Rockefeller. I'm, I'm glad we both uh, uh, immediately thought of that. <laughs> I, can I be honest with you? 
before yeah. before we get to you, Garfield's, you missed you missed uh, uh, reading reading Crank T Nelson on Twitter. Before we get to, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say I do not know who Crank T Nelson is, and now I remember Craig T Nelson. Wait, who's Craig T Nelson? <laughs> Craig T Nelson is the guy in Coach. I never watched Coach. He's the coach. Annette, John, I never watched Coach. Nor did I buy its branded handbags. Did you ever fly at its um, airport seating line preference? No. Class? No, I did not. No, I did not. I only fly... Words, Chris. I fly the official, official seating class of the American Council of Economic Advisors, (laughs) known known for short as economy class. That That was good. Panel three, big focus on Garfield. Yes. Some people confuse boredom, and this is the text of the panel. Uh, thank you. With security. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a, it's a thought. In it's conclusion, thought Garfield is having. In conclusion, John, this one is bleak. Like the more you think about it, I don't know how to identify a Garfield strip as being. Like, more bleak than any other one. No, some of them are not bleak. Well, that one where Garfield was smoking a pipe? That was hilarious. I think that Garfield was hilarious. is bleak. I, I, I submit that Garfield is just bleak by nature. Like, the existence of Garfield is a bleak fact. Um, look, I could dispute that, but I'm not going to on account of my low, low energy. You you do seem low energy. I'm very, I'm very low energy, John. Now... Am I loud in the earbuds of the listener? Very possibly. I'm speaking very close to the mic, and I have my gain turned up all the way. <laughs> and it's your week to edit. It's hard to know how much, you know, maybe you'll, maybe you'll put some gentle compression on, uh, on my audio this week. Chris, maybe you won't! If it's my week to edit, uh-huh. you can guarantee there's going to be some gentle compression. Yeah, I'll, I'm always going to slap some gentle compression on that audio, John. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to slip that gentle compression on that audio. <laughs> oh. It's highly sexual. And with that bizarre turn, <laughs> I hastily. Uh, uh, I, I you hastily don't want to talk about how like to add. Okay, no, that's fine. That you've been listening to being Jim Davis. I feel like there's a lot to dig into here. Rome wasn't built in a day, Mm -hmm. the saying goes, but it was burned in one. Today, Rome does not burn. Its stocks continue to rise. Its wealthy continue to profit. Rome does not burn. Only its victims do. Damn, take that, Rome's victims. Following us on Twitter or listening to better shows, such as, I don't know, Gaslit Nation, I guess. Mm, Um, Not that good of a show. It's a, it's a great, it's a great show. Strong, strong disagree. I had to, I had to pause that show in order to record this podcast. Yeah, I'm going to say strong disagree. Look, look. Do I? Do you I? You liked that quilt? You liked? You liked that tagline? Yeah, I do. That was from Sarah Kinzier's uh, "The View from Flyover Country." Look, I like Sarah Kinzier. Do I agree with? I know do you I, do. Do I adhere to the politics of Gaslit Nation, John? Yeah, largely I do. <laughs> I, I thought that was going to be a no. Largely I do. Am I a Am I a fan of Sarah Kinzier? Sure, sure. I like I like me some Sarah Kinzier. Did I follow her on Twitter so back when I was on Twitter? Yourself as a sure, fanatic. I did. Yeah, 
a fanatic yeah. of, of Sarah Kinsier. I am. Yeah. I am a. I am a fanatic of Sarah Kinsier. I followed her on Twitter. I am a devotee of everything she does, except for Gaslit Nation, which I did not enjoy listening to. You can support the I show don't, by I, listening. By and large, John. No. I do not enjoy listening to politics podcasts when I agree overly much with the people who, who are recording them. That's why the only podcast I listen to is Magmar Sucks. <laughs> Those guys you know, have totally misrated the Pokemon. They've because completely I, I think you, I misrated. I think we talked about Gaslit Nation like last week. Did I? And you, you opined the exact same opinion. I do not. But you, you know, you gave it that little twist at the end, that <laughs> dig at our sister podcast. I thought, I thought that was. I feel like that, I feel I like that was excellent. They're totally, they're they're totally subjective. They're presenting what they're doing as scientific. It's not scientific in any way. They don't conduct double blind experiments. They're just a bunch how of. You, they're just a bunch of evaluate, asshole posers. How would you evaluate the Pokemon with a with a blindfold? Well, you buy you buy how smell? they feel. Yeah, but you use your other four your other four senses, John, become my, my, my mouth feel. <laughs> your other four senses becoming mouth incredibly feel. acute. John, have you ever tasted a Pokemon while blindfolded? I'm saying, it I'm is saying the word mouth feel <laughs> real close to the mic. Oh, John, because I can. John, the mouth feel of a Bulbasaur while blindfolded is exquisite. Okay, Thank we're done here. Good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.